time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for part two of your pals, Kingstars. And welcome to episode 176, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, what everybody. the hell was that? What? <laughs> the Fu Manchu. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> See, in between, in between the shows, um, I kind of either look at my phone or I get ready for, you know, just kind of get myself in a mental place. And as the music was playing, I was, I, I usually rub my chin. Yeah, kind of like a, like a kind of a pondering, pondering moment. A pondering moment. But you know, I was pretending I had the really long Asian beard. First, I thought you were doing the Z. What, what would it be like if I was a member of ZZ Top? <laughs> you know? And then you did the flip thing, and I'm like, oh, no, it's the Fu Manchu. Yeah, it was the Fu Manchu. And he was a fan of uh, we call Kill Bill. It's the down the face, you know, the real long beard, and then flick. Oh, <laughs> hello. That was the flick, folks. <laughs> toot, toot, butts in charge. <laughs> I was like, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> Hashtag drive by. <laughs> that was a Deadpool joke, folks. If you've seen the movie, you got it. <laughs> if you didn't, go see the movie. <laughs> then you'll get it. Uh, so uh, here in part two, we bring you releases of the week. Yes. And not only do we bring you DVD releases, for those of you people who still have it, we also bring you Blu-ray releases, usually the same as DVD releases. And we also bring you, that's right, video games, folks. Yes. We tell you what's the latest and greatest that's coming out in stores this next, week. This week. Yes. Um, and then Ed and I have re- video game reviews. Not one, not, not two, but three. Trace of video games reviews. Yes. Trace. Or toi. <laughs> Is it toi? Toi three? I think so. French for three? I have no idea. Toi. Toi. Now, menage à toi. Yeah, twa, twa, three. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how, I, how I learned French. Menage à toi. Oh, that's three. Twa is three. <laughs> you get a cookie. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, yeah, we, um, we uh, Ed talks about what video games, Ed? Uh, Num Num Galaxy and Helldivers. Just when you say Num Num Galaxy, I just go, God, it's such a dumb title for a name for a game. And then I give a review of Blood Bowl 2. Probably one of my worst reviews ever. <laughs> I mean, not just in content, but just as Snorefest. <laughs> Snorefest. I'm letting you know that one moment it goes, Ed talks about, what was the first one? Num Num Galaxy. That was the first one? Yes. Okay. Um, you can listen to that one. That was kind of funny. Then when I talk about Blood Bowl 2, yeah, you can fast forward about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then go back and then listen to Ed talk about uh, Helldivers. Helldivers. Yes. And then I'm, I'm letting you in. It's, the game's not good. I mean, it's good if you like the strategy. Well, you'll hear it on the show. I'm explaining what you're I, I think you should listen to it. You Especially do? at bedtime. Like, you know, when you, <laughs> when you, when you, when you sleep, and you, you want that little extra, like, you you can't count cheap anymore. Yeah, if, if, you, if you can't hear the soulful stylings of the ocean breeze or dolphins playing in the water, Listen to Sean's review of Blood Bowl 2. It's soothing. It'll put you right to sleep. Yeah. And not because it wasn't interesting. It just, not because I wasn't entertaining it. It's just the game's not interesting. Yes. That's kind of what it comes down to. Well, you have to listen to find out. That's right. You make your own judgment. We don't judge you. You judge us. <laughs> <laughs> you go, that was a bad review, Sean. 
But it was a good review. I, I hold no I hold no reservations. Ever. It's a good review of a bad game. There you go, Ed. That is very that's kind of like it's a good show with just bad posts. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. Gangsters uh. will be great if they replace those two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Same content, different people saying it. That's not the first time I've heard that. All right, yeah, anyway. So uh, we'll see you at the end, folks. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. All right, Ed, it is time for releases of the week. Yes, yes it is. All right, what do you got? Steve Jobs is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. All right. Yeah. Uh, the Kid, uh, the Criterion Collection is coming out on Blu-ray. The, those people who don't know who The Kid is, it's Charlie Chaplin. Those original silent movies of the... First comic, I guess, maybe? One of the first? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. I guess you can say that. Um, Vincent Price Collection 3 is also coming out. And it comes out with uh, four uh, movies. What are they, Ed? Uh, five movies, actually. Sorry. Uh, it is The Master of the World, Tower of London, Diary of a Mad Man, An Evening with Edgar Allan Poe, and Cry of the Banshee. Coming. All right. So, uh, class is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. The Rob Lowe, uh, 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 Andrew McCarthy movie. Class. Yes, it's about a uh, uh, two classmates. They go to a private school, and uh, I, I, I vaguely remember seeing that. Yeah, and Andrew McCarthy kind of wants to meet women, and finally, like, goes out. <coughs> <clears throat> and meets this older woman, and oh, okay, okay, it's a comedy. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. Where he, it's um, it's Rob Lowe's mom is the woman he's dating. Yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. Yes. I vaguely remember seeing that. Yes, vaguely. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beat Street's coming out on Blu-ray finally. Woo! <laughs> uh, <sighs> the Iron Giant Singer Sing. Shoo, sorry, the wow. Iron Giant Signature Edition is coming out. Okay. On Blu-ray. So. Vin Diesel's movie? Yes. Uh, I'm an Iron Giant. <laughs> so I think one of Brad Bird's first directed uh, movie, who Brad Bird is, is the guy who made The Incredibles from Pixar. And uh, I knew who he is. I'm just explaining to the audience. All right. We didn't, didn't address the audience. You're just like, and uh, he's the uh, guy who did it. You're like, <laughs> uh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to sell to the audience, eh? Yeah. All right, what else you got? Uh, the uh, Lego Ninjago Masters of Shinitsu Season 5 is coming out. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, Peanuts 4 movie collection is coming out. Okay. I don't know what the four movies are. It doesn't have here in the description. I'm trying to quickly um, find it as uh... I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Uh, the Andy Griffith Show, the complete series, is coming out. Okay. A Brady Kids, the complete animated series, is coming out. Uh, yes, I remember seeing that as a kid. The, the panda. Yeah. 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 I had no crush on animated girls in that show. <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the complete series, is coming out. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. Yeah, hubba hubba. Oh, yeah. Calissa explained it all to me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sister, Sister, the complete oh. collection is coming out. Okay. Oh, that's right. The twins. Yes. I remember that show. Yes. That was kind of funny. One of them's now on the uh, Food Network doing a cooking show. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. All right. And that's all I have for, for releases of the week for uh, movies and television. Okay. I might have a couple of uh, honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. There you go. Um, Frankenstein, the miniseries. Okay. That was a BBC thing. I was thinking of actually putting that on the list, <clears throat> but I didn't know if it would be that uh, uh, received. So I just kind of well, just, I mean, you know, yeah. Amos and Andrew. Ah. This was the Nicolas Cage, Samuel Jackson joint. Yes. For those people who don't, why, why, why are you focusing on that movie? Because Nicolas Cage is one of our finest actors ever. Because <laughs> um, it goes back to, it was a TV show called Amos and Andy. And uh, was it one white guy, one black guy? Yes. And... I think it was Amos was the black guy and Andy was the white guy. Mm-hmm. And I think Amos was the dumb one. I don't remember, I don't remember. too much about it. Yeah, it was definitely one of those, like, um, I'm going to say high end back in the, when it was on air, it was, hey, remember when racism was fun? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> so when they did Amos and Andrew, it was, everyone's like, what? But uh, Amos is Nicolas Cage's character and it's not Andy, it's Andrew. You yeah. know, it's specifically done that way because Andrew is Samuel L. Jackson, but he's a, like an a, uptight black guy. Yeah. You know, like very, very, very real tight kind of guy. Yeah. Now, but I just, I'm like, I remember seeing that going, yeah, it wasn't funny at all. <laughs> I, I don't remember laughing once. <laughs> all right. You know, um, actually, he was a, uh, Andrew Sterling, a renowned black playwright who has no idea what's in store when he purchases a home in a predominantly white suburban enclave. Suspected as a burglar while moving in, he finds himself on the receiving end of the law and in a show of force more in line with the hostage situation. Realizing what could become a public relations nightmare, the police chief, uh, Dabney Coleman, from 9 to 5, strong-arms helpless car thief Amos into holding Andrew hostage, the outcome of which will ultimately show the town its true stripes. All right. There you go. All right. Um, let's see. There was there anything else that jumped out at me? Uh, la, 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 Oh, by the way, that Snoopy Go Home collection yeah. is Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown, a boy named Charlie Brown, Snoopy Come Home, and something, something, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's that white water rafting one. Yeah. Well, because um, oh, I'm looking at the picture right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, actually, if I did that, I probably would have been able to... Uh, race for your life, Charlie Brown. All right. Okay. Now I want to say, uh, race for your life. I've seen them all. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I doubt. I did not see Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown. Snoopy, come home, though. That one destroyed me as a kid. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yes. That is the one where Snoopy finds out that he was adopted, and he goes after his original owner. Yes. Leaving Charlie Brown in the dust. Went. Oh, I'm adopted. Fuck you. I'm out. Right. And then you find out, and again, uh, I, I wish I didn't see if I can look up uh, when it was actually done, when it was aired. Uh, Snoopy, <laughs> that was that was a sad one. I mean, I just the only thing I laughed. Oh, oh yeah, uh, God. Mm-hmm. I said the only thing I laughed at was there was a point because uh, the little girl is in a hospital. <clears throat> well, okay, well, again, you're laughing. That's like okay, it was that's not that I'm laughing. It at. was 1972, but yeah, here's the thing. I probably saw it when I was like eight or nine. Yeah. Um, or 10. I don't know. They It was like once a year they showed it. And it's the only time you could, as a kid, watch cartoons on primetime television that your parents would let you. Yes. And it's Snoopy leaves. 
Travels to seek his sick former owner and then feels obliged to return home to her permanently. Right. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Why? Because she's fucking dying. Yes. And it's like, here I am, 10-year-old Sean, sitting there watching, going, it's a Snoopy, la, 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 la. There's a dying kid in it? Yeah. What the fuck? I just remember them getting kicked out of the, the hospital and it's like, no der- dogs or birds allowed. No dogs allowed. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, my God. God, it was such a such a depressing. Such a guy. Well, you know what? I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you brought this more into the light because the Valentine's Day special of <coughs> Peanuts came out this past Friday. They were showing it on ABC. Oh, okay. Be you my know. Valentine, Charlie Brown, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's insert insert word 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 Charlie Brown. Yes, you know, <laughs> on all the titles. <laughs> and I have to say that I think that us growing up as children watching Charlie Brown and the Peanuts Gang was a horrible vice to watch because it taught us bad habits of, of socialism, like being social to kids and that kind of thing. Well, okay, yeah, let's face it. I mean, um, in all fairness, Charlie Brown was bullied a lot. Yes. Um, so that's where I think where bullying really comes in. You know? okay, like, so yeah, Charles, gonna... Poor old Charles M. Schultz was was, was um, uh, responsible for the bullying that kids got in the 70s and 80s. That's right. <laughs> Okay, that's that's. I'm sticking with this. Uh, okay, go with. All right, because <laughs> I'm watching this episode and I'm like, <clears throat> they, they of course they made it an hour long. It's like really like probably a half hour special, but they they were all half hour special, you know. But they they did updates on newer ones, you know, and they put it all together in one hour, you know, right. block. And I'm watching this and I'm going, oh my god, like how horrible they were to Charlie Brown. I mean, the you know. They were like, you know, like he was hoping to get Valentine's, you know, from the class. Right. And he brought a briefcase, thought thinking he was going to get a yes, bunch I of remember that one. Bunch, and he didn't get anything. But what made it worse was this fact is, is that Linus had a crush on the teacher. So that to me was like right there and there. That's where you hear all these stories about like kids having. Oh, so you're saying that was the birth of the. Uh... That's right. That's ah. where it started. Like you know when 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 you hear that news, how a teacher as you know slept with one of her students. So right. You want to blame Charlie Brown? That's for that? right. Did you did you ever have a crush on any of your teachers when you were a kid? No. I had to think about it. Well, no, no, no. I, uh, I, I, I allowed that, that brief moment of air on air silence to let you go, let me gather his thoughts, folks. <laughs> and no. No. Um, there was a couple, I mean, there was a couple teachers that like a lot of the guys thought they, she was hot, you know, kind of thing. But it wasn't like they would go like and like solicit like her. Well, yeah, for... they weren't being like, yo, baby, what's up? They yeah. were always behind, like when we were a kid, it was all... They kids seem more brazen than in the in like the last ten fifteen years yeah. than we were when we were that age because yeah. it was more like um, I I had a there was a math teacher that I I, I had a crush a little bit of a crush on mm-hmm. you know I obviously never said anything because I don't know how you never really like she was young yeah um, I mean in comparison to what my age was probably maybe like fifteen or twenty years older mm-hmm. um, and I remember she had braces. You know, which made okay. her appear younger, I right. guess. Not that I, you know, not that like 12-year-old Sean thought he had a shot with her. Oh. You know? <laughs> you know, not with those black... I'm having that tonight. Yeah, not with those Black and Decker Pecker records. <laughs> <laughs> As we call music called braces. I don't know if anybody ever uses that anymore. But I remember her, I remember her, she was cute for a teacher. Yeah. You know, but we never had like... Now, when you see like the teachers that get caught in the scandals, 
at you, you go, why wasn't she fucking my teacher when I was that age? Yeah. And again, shame when you kids for right now and your friends just say, you know, <laughs> snitches get stitches. That's the one you go, you, you keep that quiet. Keep it fucking quiet. <laughs> you wait until you're, she's fired for some other reason. And you go, yeah, I had her. You know? <laughs> ruin it for everybody else. It's the same. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But then it was like, you know, there was other things too. Like, like there was a part where Charlie Brown, because he's like, he's like, nobody gave me one. Like, and Schroeder was giving right. out all the Valentines, you know, and he goes, no, Charlie <clears throat> Brown, nobody, nobody gave you Valentines. So wah, he walks, wah, wah. so he walks up to the box, right? And he flips it over. Now, the way it looks in the screen, you can see the inside of the box. There is nothing in there. All you see is a red box and right. this red bottom of it. And he's reaching his hand in there to, like, feel around. Well, maybe it's just not there. I can't see it. Yeah. Know? It's like, you know. So now what he does is he takes the box, goes out to the window, and throws it out the window. Right. You know, it's like, wow. like <laughs> Anger <laughs> issues. Yeah, anger issues. And then he comes home with the empty briefcase. And he figures one more time he's going to look in his mailbox. He's got one of those, you know, right, old mailbox, right. metal boxes at the end of his driveway. The ones you play mailbox uh, baseball with. Exactly. Right. He opens it up, doesn't see anything. He throws the briefcase on top of the uh, the mailbox <coughs> and storms into the house. Yeah. Yeah. So you figure, okay. So the next day he wakes up and he, he goes outside. The briefcase is still on top of the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and then he thinks... Well, maybe, maybe, maybe the little redheaded girl sent me one. It's a day late. <coughs> it's you know, always been the little redheaded girl. Yeah. Yes. So he opens it up, but of course, there's nothing in there. So he just slams the the mailbox and almost <sighs> like shakes it apart. And it's just like I'm like, no wonder like <laughs> like kids aren't they are today. They see this and they go, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It is amazing that you don't find like uh, that that Charlie Brown never became a serial killer, right? A poor then, little bald-headed kid who got picked on in school. And then, and then you go, and then like during the party, going back to the party, like like I said, Linus had a crush on the teacher, so right. like he bought this big heart of chocolates, and he wanted to wait till the perfect moment to give it to her. And it was like towards the end of the party, and she goes, "Oh, where's the teacher?" And she goes, "Oh, she just left with her boyfriend. Right. Like they're leaving." And the kids are still in the classroom. <laughs> like, like, who's watching these kids? <laughs> These kids are not teenagers. They're like, what, five, six years old, seven years old, maybe eight tops, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, who's watching the kids then? You know? Who's watching the kids? And Linus runs out with the box of chocolates and in the car, you see the car take off and just drive away and he's heartbroken and you're like, <laughs> like, really? Like, <laughs> <laughs> This is what we watched, and we were like, yeah, it's acceptable. Well, uh, again, it's one of those, like, uh, it's it's a movie. It's There's TV shows. Those were what we were watching when we were kids, because that's all we could watch. Right. You know? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I Now I remember that Be My Valentine one, because I remember the empty box, and I remember Linus having the crush. All right. Yeah. I. I and how self-centered these kids were, by the way, too. Because, you know, like uh, 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 Sally, Charlie Brown's younger sister. Well, she had a shit ton of them, didn't she? she well, she had a crush on, on Linus. Sure. Oh, that's right. She has a crush on Linus, right? right. And, like, she thinks she's going to get the box of candy. And she's telling her uh, friends this. Right. Like, my sweet babu got me these uh-huh. chocolates. I can't wait to get them. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then she's running. He's running off. So she starts flipping out. She starts, like, throwing a tantrum, like, in the middle of the class. <laughs> of why, like, 
what a what a blockhead or what a you know what an idiot you know that he's running after this teacher that he has no shot with. <laughs> you don't know that in today's world he could have. <laughs> Back in the seventies, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. There was another honorable mention I wanted to mention too. Yeah, um, my science project. Actually, two. There's my science project mm-hmm. and No Way Out. No Way Out, the Kevin Costner movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's already been out on Blu-ray. I know it's been on DVD for years. Yeah, but that is a really really good spy thriller. Okay. Um, my science project. I don't know if you remember this one. It had um, Michael Harlan, played by John Stockwell from Top Gun, mm-hmm. has procrastinated on his science project until the last minute, and his teacher, played by Dennis Hopper, issues him an ultimatum: turn in a science project or flunk. So Michael scavenges a military's base junk pile for a suitable gizmo to pass off as his project. He finds one, and unwillingly unleashes the awesome power of energy of the unknown. Twisted dimensions and time warps collide to create a whirling vortex. Vortex, yeah, that takes the class on a startling adventure back in time and into the future. Ooh, you never remember? No, I don't remember that one. No, I saw that one. I, I, that was kind of like a, um, hey, I'm bored. I'm gonna, hey, my science project. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> I, I always enjoyed that movie. Just throwing it out there. All right, well, uh, that was anything. Oh, you forgot the thirty-three. 33. Yeah, the 33. That's the movie about the 33 miners that were trapped. Oh, yes. I didn't know what it was. That's right. Yes. Uh, That's all right. Yeah. It is the, they don't, you know, it's funny. They don't have a a synopsis. Um, But it is, the the cast was really good. Yes. It has Antonio Banderas. (laughs) That is why I'm surprised you didn't mention it. (laughs) It is I, Antonio Banderas, from 33. Also, Puss in Boots. Um, <laughs> Rodrigo I think Santoro, I purposely left that out. James Berlin and Gabriel Byrne. It's uh, in 2010, 33 Chilean miners were buried alive following the catastrophic mine collapse. For 69 days, <laughs> a team worked night and day to rescue the men and their, as their families in the world waited for any signs of hope. Underground in the suffocating heat, 200 stories down, Tensions ran high as provisions and time began to run out. Antonio Banderas stars in this gripping tale of resilience, faith, and the triumph of the human spirit based on the amazing true race against time. Wow. So, yeah. I can't, imagine, also, being, I can't imagine being one of those 33, though. <clears throat> I would never, 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 never. Yeah. I, the special features include the mind collapse, the behind-the-scenes look at creating the mind collapse with the cast, crew, and stunt department. The 33, the world was watching. See why this true story captivated viewers with news footage from around the world, as well as interviews, B-roll, and film footage. Oh, and also the theatrical trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was kind of funny. Like, <laughs> like I, you know, like, hey, here's a movie. And, oh, well, you know what I really, really want is a bonus feature? The trailer. Yeah. Now, I hope that when they do Deadpool, they throw in all the trailers, like the romantic one. You know, they, they talk about the marketing. Yeah. You know, like the Skull Puel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, enough of that. Let's get to video games. All right. We, we got like a, a we, between you and I, we got like three or four reviews to go. With. Yes. All right. What do you got? Well, it's brought to you by GameStop, Power to the Players. <laughs> Why do you make that sound like we're actually getting paid? <laughs> GameStop ain't giving us a dime. Right. They're giving us two things, jack and shit. Jack left out. out. Waka waka. All right. 
I was I try to make it a little more professional here. But anyway, Just keep trying. <laughs> so we get a paycheck. That that's the best again. Uh Street Fighter 5 by Capcom is coming out for the PS4 on February 16th. That's right. PS4 and PC exclusive. You Xbox One people. <laughs> yeah, this um I, I I saw footage of the game. Yeah. It looks great obviously. Um what's what's nice is that this time around Sony has made the game um cross-platform. So, like, let's say you have the PC version, I have the PS4 version. Mm. You and I could still play online. Nice. From one of the very few few games that can do that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, too, there's obviously with games like this, there's a season pass where you can you know earn char- you know you buy the characters and stuff. Mm. You know, you know for like a seasonal pass. Well, this is also the first time you can actually earn them in game too. You don't need the season pass. Nice. You can actually earn them in game. I'm sure it's going to be. Like, oh, well, you, you got to play Chun-Li and win 500, you got to get five perfects within 30 seconds. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be like, oh, I put in, a, you know, five hours of playing Chun-Li. Here's a free character. Right. Here's a free costume. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, I I mean, but it's it's Street Fighter. You kind of know what you're getting. Right. I, I mean, you know, it looked great. I didn't pre-order it because I'm like, yeah, it's Street Fighter. Yeah, I mean, I I I was a huge Street Fighter fan back in the day, especially Street Fighter Two. I mean, I used to waste a lot of college years <laughs> playing that. In the explains why he's on a low budget podcast slash radio show, but he's not getting paid a dime for. Yes, you know, <laughs> I should have paid more time. I should have paid more attention more to my physics than my Balanca. That's right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but now, like nowadays it's like, you know, like I, I had the newest one. I think it was Street Fighter four came out like a couple of years ago for the PS3 yeah, and I, I had th- that one and I played it for a while and it was great, <sighs> but it was just like, I never went online with it. I never, you know, tried. I don't well, know if it was well, online or not. Here's the problem that I have with the Street Fighter, especially Street Fighter four specifically was that it was Street Fighter four, then it was Street Fighter four alpha, Street Fighter four arcade, mm-hmm. Street Fighter four Omega Sigma seven thousand. Then two, right. like they had like fifteen versions of the same game, which just oh here's this and here's that, and I also kind of started getting off the the Street Fighter wagon when it became tag teams. Like it was, it used to be just mano a mano, yeah. and now it's like okay, well it's gonna be. I'm a fan of Ken, so I pick Ken, but you got to play another player, and you're like, you want to play Ken, like. And then I just wanted to follow Ken's storyline. See, to me though, the Street Fighter, especially Street Fighter Two, I used to play it for the Super Nintendo back in the day. I yes, and I, I'll I, tell you my story. I, and, and it was like you'd bring your friends over to play because they they pick a character and all. Sure, and I, you know, and you play. And I always played Chun Li because I memorized her character moves perfectly, right. so I knew how to play her like very well. So I would always beat everybody, and they're like, "Oh, you own the game, blah blah blah." Right. I'm like, all right, you guys can pick my character. I'll just, well, yeah, you know, that, you know. the, the arrogance of youth. Okay, I'll pick any character you want. Yeah. And they would always tell you to pick... Um, Dalsim. Dalsim. Yeah. The slow, stretchy guy. But yet, I knew his sure. abilities too, because when I played in college, I used to get my ass handed to me by Dalsim, which was always very frustrating. Right. But you like if you sit there and watch the guy who plays Dalsim... You learn the moves because you you sit there and figure it out, and then you just convert it to the controller and be it, able to to, it, to play it. If you'd only apply that knowledge to your skill, your studies, yes, to say exactly. <laughs> but the <laughs> shut up. <laughs> right now, right now, your wife's gone. Exactly. I've been telling him that for years. <laughs> 
but it was it was one of those things. things. Like I knew the character, so I was beating them and that. And I remember just how many times my my second controller got thrown because <laughs> you know because that was the thing. It was always like as soon as you lost, you would handle the controller to the next right. person because the one who won right. would continue on. So after a while, they would stop playing me because they you know that couldn't lose. I remember there was one night I don't remember what game we were playing. We was in your apartment. It was you and me and Pat Larkin. Right. And that, that was the same thing where I was like kicking your, both your asses. And Pat would get frustrated. <laughs> he got like mad. And you're like, dude, that's my controller. <laughs> okay. To this day, I have Nintendo thumb because of Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It was a super. It was the Super Nintendo version. All right, Turbo and, Street Fighter Two. Yep. yep. And I was determined to finish the storyline for every character. Yep. And it was. I had a day off, and I was able to. Get, at the time, it was only like twelve characters, I think. Yep. And I was the last guy was Ken. Right. And I'm like, I'll play Ken last because he's basically Ryu. It's the same moves, not that big of a deal. Right. And I wanted to get on. And now, keep in mind, there wasn't any trophies involved in Super Nintendo games. It was just. I wanted the only way you could see them because there was no online. Right. Like today, I can Google search fucking ending of Ken to go, oh, that's what happens. If you wanted to see the endings, you had to play that character through the entire game. Right. So I remember getting to Ken, and for some reason, I could not finish it with the in the amount of with the amount of ease as I was doing with the other kinds. Now I wasn't playing on easy; I was playing normal. Right. But for some reason, I was getting my ass handed to me by uh, Bison. Do you know why? Why? Because Ken is slower than Ryu. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that makes sense. You're like, son sense. of a bitch. <laughs> that makes sense. Because, you know, because um, you, you can feel, the, like, when you play Zangief, he yeah. plays lumbering. He yes. Play, and you kind of have to work. But with Ken and Ryu. You're thinking they're exactly they're the same. They're exactly the same. Yeah. But look at you, you mister. So you did, look, you, see, again, if you would have paid more attention in college. Yeah. You know, that kind of observation would have probably done you better in your life. Just saying, <laughs> instead of sitting next to this idiot on air. <laughs> because I played, because this is, again, how stupid I, this is how stupid your co-host is. I played it for hours, yeah. just Ken. And then I remember beating Bison. And I mean, I was like, oh, my God, thank I got to see the shitty ending. Yeah. You know, and then I went to bed, you know, because it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. I remember waking up the next day, and my left thumb was stuck in a bent position, I'm yes. showing it. It was it was jammed shut. I don't know, how, like I played so lo- so fast and so long that I must have just killed my thumb. To this day, it'll pop. Sometimes it'll lock in place where I actually have to kind of go, you know, yeah. like pop it back into place. <laughs> and I remember telling, like, ye- like ye- months, maybe a year later, I went to a doctor and I knew why. Yeah. And uh, but I was always kind of curious. Is there anything I could do to kind of fix it? And I asked Doc, and Doc gave me like the typical doctor comedian answer. Yeah. I was like, Doc, um, I this is how I got it. Is there any way to fix that? He's like, Yeah, stop playing Nintendo. And I was like, <laughs> So what you're saying is this is permanent? <laughs> <laughs> you're saying there's no coming back from that, huh? <laughs> and he's like. You could stop playing video games. I was like, that ain't happening. Like, <laughs> That's not an option. That's not even an option. <laughs> I'm not going to college. <laughs> like, you know, I don't need my left thumb for anything other than hitchhiking. <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some more video games. All right, what else you got coming out? Project X Zone 2 by Banco Namco Entertainment and America Incorporated for the 3DS, and that's coming out on the 16th as well. 
All right. Uh, keep in mind, though, since you did bring, since you did say that this episode is brought to you by GameStop, the GameStop is doing a midnight release for um, the Street Fighter, Fighter Five. So I recommend. I think that if you pre-order it, you still have time to pre-order it. Yeah. Um, you get, and again, stupid pre-order bonus. Um, this you get a different skin for Ryu, and it's Ryu basically pulling a Rocky Four because he's got his you know his pants on, yeah. and he's shirtless. And he's got a beard instead of clean shaven because, like, he was out in the woods. Yeah. You, know, uh, pra- okay. you know, he was out, you know, meditating and practicing out in gotcha. the woods. And I'm like, he looks like Sylvester Stallone and Rocky Four when he comes, you know, when he's working out, gets the beard going. Now, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll eventually pick it up one day just because it is Street Fighter. Yeah. It is one of those things like, let me go back to my past. Let's see if I can recapture the youth. I know they have uh, Poison, I think her name is. You know, the transgender character. Uh, yeah, You know, who, again, I'm going to be completely honest, as far as animated characters go, extremely attractive. <laughs> very, you know? very well drawn. And of course, everyone's got a soft spot for Chun-Li. Yeah. You know, or is it a hard spot? Huh? No. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I had, you know what? That was the thing. Like, when I first started playing, the only reason why I played because she was... Quick and agile. That was the only reason why, because I could dance around and jump, and then do that mm-hmm. side screen jump. Because there was a wall at the end. You got to a point right. where it stopped. That like, you could jump and bounce, bounce her off, off the, the wall, back and, and right and go like yeah. halfway across the the screen. It was yeah. great. <laughs> Memories <laughs> of the world I've left behind. <laughs> One day you'll get it, and I'll get it. And we'll just stay home and we'll play Street Fighter all day. <laughs> And then you'll hear thud from from your house. Show must have threw his controller. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might. It's I'm so out of practice. I might be horrible at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else you got? Return to Papalo Croesus, a story of seasons fairy tale by Exceed Games for the 3DS, <sighs> and that's coming out on Tuesday I, as well. That is so. I'm gonna have to actually look that one up because <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. That's right. Return to uh, Popolo Croesus. Oh, okay. Popolo Croesus. Uh, I think it's Popolo Qua. Um, okay. It's an island. Okay. Um, I guess. I think. I don't know. Yeah, The name looks familiar. All right. What else you got? Uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Birthright with Fire Emblem Fates Conquest Bundle. Oh, yeah. yeah by you, Nintendo for the 3DS. I, okay. This is That's where, a Friday release, 2019. <clears throat> right. This is where my knowledge of this game comes in handy. Because it's actually two games. Oh, okay. It is Fire Emblem Fates Birthright and Fire Emblem Fates Conquest. Ah. Two completely separate games, but what the storyline, there's a bundle. Yeah, because I have the two games next to it, under it, so yeah. Right. What it is, is the storyline goes, um, if you pick, the story, the story goes, your hero has to pick between um, the family that raised you mm-hmm. or your birth family. Okay. Okay, and that's where birthright comes in, and mm. where conquest comes in play. You pick which one. Like it's weird because you can you can buy both as a bundle pack, or if you the buy, two games separately. Right, right, you can buy two games separately. But here's something interesting too, that um, little inside information that if you because I know it's for the 3ds. Yeah. If you buy, let's say, birthright, and mm. you get to a halfway point. At that halfway point in the game, you can actually buy Conquest for uh, digitally for half price. Oh. Because it's supposed to be giving you two sides of the same story. Mm. Like, hey, if you would have done this, this is what would have happened. Like, it's it's interesting, right. but I don't. It, to me, it seems very gimmicky. 
It's like it just seems to be like, hey, you know what? Here's spend eighty dollars and you get two versions of a game where instead of putting it as one game, it it's you know for forty. Right. Here you spend eighty bucks and you can get both games in you know in bundles in a bundle pack. But that doesn't mean it's one disc. It's or one cartridge. That's right. It's two separate cartridges, and you still have to go through one game first before you can actually play the second game, or vice versa. Because you can do the same thing if you play Conquest. It's the same at when you get halfway through, Birthright goes half price, or if you buy Birthright, at some point Conquest goes half price. Right. Okay. So yeah. So uh, all right. What else you got? Uh, Bayonetta two single desk by Nintendo for the Wii U for, and that's a Friday release. Yeah. Okay. That's a re-release of Bayonetta two. Yeah. When, when it first came out for the Wii U. Um, you got Bayonetta free mm. if you bought Bayonetta two. It was two a two disc set. Yeah. So I guess they're like, hey, re release Bayonetta two <laughs> for just one disc. Yeah. Even though it's been out for I think a year now at this point. All right, what else? Uh, that is it because the other ones are just the separate releases for the uh... Fire uh, Fire Emblem Fates. Yep. Oh, all right. And that is our release. Yes, yeah, so video I, games. Kind of give you an idea. Here's a fire. I'll do uh, the. Fire Emblem Fates Conquest by Nintendo 3DS. Two kingdoms on the brink of war. Whose side will you choose? Torn between two families? You're the heir of Hishado, raised by Norian royals. If you walk the path of conquest, you might you must fight to, to change your misguided kingdom from within. Command warriors with expert precision and forge deep relationships to master this turn-based strategy game. A brand new Fire Emblem experience, business on its way from it to blah, 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 blah. And then Birthright is two kingdoms under the brink of war. Which side will you choose? Torn between two families. You're there, Vigiano. Raised by Norian. You walk the path of birth. If you walk the path of birthright, you'll battle the corrupted king of no- Noar besides a family of strangers. Command him expertly and forge deep relationships to master his turn-based strategy game. So there you go. That's the reason why it's two separate games. There you go. All right. So, Ed... I have a review, and so do you. Yes. Who, who would like to go first? I only have one game. No, you set the, you saved the best for last. I think. So you want me to go first? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, okay. You want to go first? I think I should go first. Okay. Because right. I have I have to review two games. Okay. These are the PlayStation Plus. If you're ooh, a Sony, ooh, ooh, how about yeah. we do it this way? You do one, I do one, and you finish it up. All right, okay, there you go. There you go. All Split right. it up so you can catch your breath. Okay, so there's two games that came out for the PlayStation Plus. Uh, if, if you're a PlayStation Sony. Um, owner and you have the playstation plus pack excuse me then you can download free games a month it's usually two months and this month it's uh nom nom galaxy and hell divers democracy strikes back and i'm going to give you nom nom galaxy first okay i apologize last week i mentioned the fact that it was kind of like minecraft Okay. And I think I've insulted the Minecraft audience. Who did you get letters? No. All right. But <laughs> I felt like I did because after I played this week, I felt like I insulted them. So I want to <laughs> publicly apologize to the Minecraft players out there because it is nothing like Minecraft. I've never played Minecraft, but So wait, so you go it's kinda of like Minecraft, you know I've never played it. Right. Just just by basically just what you by saw. the by the graphics alone, like I, I did play a little bit last week just to get an idea of it. And I was like, like there's a side scroller game and it's kinda of like Is it just Dum Dum Galaxy? Yes. Okay. And it is horrible, kids. It, <laughs> it, it it's a free game. Take it for what it's worth. Basically you're a little guy, a little num num that has to go through the galaxy and create soup factories. 
That's what it is. I'm not, I'm not making this up. So basically, he's recon. He's just he's he's helping the homeless. He's just going from galaxy to galaxy. There's going, there's an overlord. Does, does your planet have a homeless? Here's a soup kitchen. They, Next. They, <laughs> no, they conquer planets through soup factories. Is basically what it is. Oh, so wait. So he he basically says, "Hey, everybody, I got some nice soup for you. Drink it to become mindless zombies." Is that weird? I couldn't even get that far. Oh. I'll tell you, because the thing, the, you crash the first planet you crash land on, and you have a buzzsaw. You have to find your buzzsaw. So you have to go through this cavern, basically, <coughs> because your 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 vehicle crash lands underwater, and you can somewhat survive underwater. So you have I'm, to get. Through- I'm, I'm looking at the trailer. Right. So you go in a galaxy where ruthless soup corporations control the market. Customers grow hungry for new flavors. A new soup company will compete for galactic dominance. Terraform and explore alien worlds. That looks nothing like the Minecraft. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it looks like Dig Dug. Yes, it's a it's a bad version of Dig Dug is what it is. So what you do is you go from planet to planet, and you have to the first planet. It's kind of like your training planet in a way. Of like course, give you get the idea of it, and you you find your buzzsaw, which it's a side scroll. So you just keep going right, kids. If you, if, if, <laughs> just if anything keep going else, right. just keep going right because that's the direction that they that keep is, pointing that you. Is, that is the story of life. Whenever you're lost, just go, go right. right. <laughs> exactly. And you find your buzzsaw, and then now you buzz. There's there's different blocks. There's green blocks. There's brown blocks. There's a, sure. a tan block. Or whatever. Just keep in mind this is an independent game, so people are low on. So a lot of these independent games usually are eight bit to sixteen bit graphic wise. Exactly. And you have to saw through the green bits to get to this factory. Well, of course. And then when you get to the factory, it's broken down. You have to fix it. So there's these machines that they give you to replace the broken machines. All right. So you place them, and it's just. Pressing the X button or the square button or whatever it was. Right, yeah, the they're very basic controls. Basic controls, you know, kind of thing. And you get the factory going. But after every 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 task you complete, then the overlord calls to you again and tells you what your next op- next thing to do is. Oh, okay. So you have to keep repairing the factory. So once you get that factory up and running and you now have – bringing soup to the masses, I guess, and you've conquered that planet. You're feeding the homeless? You're – you know, they, they, they got to pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Getting free there. So uh, the whole time the Overlord is threatening you, like you know, he's like, he's like, I don't want to fire you, but you dude, know. don't make me whip you. Get more matzo balls, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, dude, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? Get more chicken noodles. So now you have to go back out and you have to buzzsaw different blocks for materials. Okay. There's like different plants uh, and that okay. kind of I thing. See where the Minecraft comes in yeah, play. So you you pick those up and then you go back to the thing and you start the soup company and it starts milk making the soup. So then you go to the next I planet. Make the soup. And it, now that you have to build a, a factory, you know. So that's the the whole point of it. Oh, okay. So, so you keep going further and further and you get <clears> more and more into the game. But I tell you, it is fucking boring. <laughs> like if you're horrible at jumping, like I'm not bad at jumping. But there's parts where you're like, I know I can't jump that. Like you have to <laughs> jump ravines and that kind of thing, and you can get through it without really jumping because you could just buzzsaw your way right. through everything. But the thing is, you got to be careful because if you buzzsaw too much, because you're under caverns, basically, right? Go collapse on you. They'll collapse on you, kill you instantly. <laughs> so th- that's so you have to be like now become smart and figure out a way. Okay, like there's one part where there's this like one little skinny tower that you have to buzzsaw your way through. You have like maybe like two, three seconds to run across after you buzzsaw through and then just run and then it claps behind you. 
you know, kind of thing. So it's those kind of things. You can do it. I mean, it's not like it's very difficult. It's a very simple game. A middle-aged man has a harder time than a 12-year-old. Exactly. Okay. You know, and, and it was and it was just not enjoyable. I mean, like, I, I played, like, two hours of it, and I was like, I'm the, Okay, done. this is one of the reasons why. Very rarely do I download the free games from, from the, the store. Yes. Because I look at it, and I go, uh, that game is, I, as soon as I see side-scroller, most of the time I'm out. Most okay. of the time. The only ones I can say that I liked were um, um, Limbo and there was – God, I can't remember another one too. Where it was really all these like – there were kind of like mind games in a story. Uh-huh. You know, it was just, just – uh, yeah. But, like, I see that and I go, Num Num Galaxy. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I just – right away. Now, I know the Helldivers, that's actually out on – that's actually a um, physical game too. Uh-huh. So like the usually what PlayStation usually does – it's they take a game that is on out in the market mm-hmm. that's either been around long enough or didn't sell the way they thought it would sell, right? And they drop the price uh, first. They drop the price and then they go, "Hey, look, it's free to play," just to get you to download it because you know, um, I think there's um, microtransactions for that second game that you're going to review in a bit. You know, yes, where that's where they kind of hope you own the game for free. You know, but if you want this thing, you, you got you got you fucking pay. Right, right. You know, where Num Num Galaxy, a game like Num Num Galaxy, it's like you and I, if we had the, if you would have paid more attention in college instead of playing Street Fighter Two, you and I could have maybe created a video game, something along eight bit side scroller that we can upload onto the PlayStation Store, charge a little something something for. Mm-hmm. But eventually, if it does, if it sells well enough, or if it they, it can't, you know. PlayStation decides to highlight that one for whatever reason. Right. That's when they, they, you know, that's when it goes free for that month. Yeah. Hopefully, people buy it and they're like, "Oh wow, this is kind of fun," or my kid likes it, and then it's like, "All right, fine." But the moment you lose, um, the moment you stop paying for your uh, your membership mm-hmm. or three months, you you stop having access to those free games. Like I said the only problem I had really with this game is that I wasn't really sure what to do next. That was the 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 the, the there was a part where I finished the t- the task. And I was like, now what? Like, like now I'm sitting there going, okay, like, do I find a ship? What, what do I do right. next? You know, I crash landed. There's got to be a ship to get to the next planet. Basically, you have to get to a certain point in the area to reach, and then that's when the Overlord uh, like chimes okay. in and gives you your next quest. What you have to do now? How actually to do that? They don't tell you either. You have right. to figure that kind of out on your own, which is okay for the most part because it's not really that hard to figure out. Right, it's a side scroller. But go, it's wherever in doubt, go right. Right, you know, yeah, and no. it's it's one of those games. It's like, well, you know what? I I can't see myself spending a lot of hours playing this game. Like after you play, like it, it's kind of like one of those. Hey, um, an app game. You yeah, might say exactly. Where, where, this would like, be better on a phone. If you were shit, if you're on the shitter and you had time to kill like 15 minutes instead of reading the great novel, you play Num Num Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. You know, which some people probably would because uh, you know depends on the system because you can if you had like a PS Vita, you can remote access your PS4, so technically you probably could play it on on your Vita. Mm-hmm. So there you are going. Num 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 num. Bloop. Yeah. All right. What a visual. <laughs> <laughs> it's theater of the mind, Ed. Theater of the, the mind. mind. Right. Right now, everyone just went, oh. <laughs> but then there, you know, there's somebody going, oh my god, I do that. <laughs> like, that's that's our fan. <laughs> that that if you just went, oh my god, I totally do that. You're one of us. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. All right. My turn. Yes. Um. Well, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm killing time. For 
Far Cry Primal, Primal right? Um, so, okay, now keep in mind, folks, those of you playing at home, I've already 100% completed platinum um, um, Lego Marvel Avengers. Mm-hmm. I easy game. I don't know why I buy them new when and 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 because I know I'm, I'm going to kill them in a week. Yeah, you know, um, I should wait till they get pre-owned and then just buy a pre-owned and then. Return it a week later. Going, yeah. yeah, I don't like this game. You know, because I'd be able to finish it. Um, but I, you know what? I hand it off to my nephew. Mm-hmm. Like he, he go like I saw him today. Today, and I was like, I got you. You know, you can play my Lego Marvel Avengers. Like, made sure that he knew that it's mine. Right. Because I bought the season pass it was only ten bucks. Because there's like an Ant Man level, and there's a Guardians of the Galaxy level, a Doctor Strange level. You know, like there's there's going to have all multiple levels coming out. Right. And I'm. An idiot, like I mentioned, because like once I get that hundred percent, whenever they add an extra level, that hundred percent drops down to like eighty percent because you have two sets of trophies to kind of collect. Right. So I'm like, well, fuck. I I I like looking at that hundred percent. There's an Ant Man. If I don't play the Ant Man, then it's gonna be like you know, my instead of having a hundred percent, I'll be like eighty. Like fuck, I, I gotta play that. Like, right, you yeah. know, I like looking and going hundred percent at it, fuckers. No, 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 no. You didn't because there's all that bonus stuff. Right. So, you know, I, I, but so I finished that. But I keep in mind there are I have the horde that is called Destiny. Yeah. Um. You know, still I could come back at any time. And you and I, you really need to start playing this game because I want to say this right now, and we're gonna miss it because you don't have the game. They're doing um for Valentine's Day, kind of like a, a co-op. You know, co-op right. stuff. Like, if you and I went in and played seven like rounds of stuff, I'm I'm, I'm just curious because I do have I got the free version of of Destiny, and I right. and I've yet to figure out how like this is going to limit like like what, what point do I go? It goes you have to buy the game or you well, know like, it should be level twenty. Okay, well, I haven't I haven't reached that far because I've actually got out of Destiny for a while. I told you because she's she's a fickle bitch. <laughs> she is. It's it's like oh this game it's it's great it's great it's great. Oh my god, she's fucking batshit crazy. Let me just put her aside for it. I'm I'm done with you. Yeah. A month later, you're like, fuck, what's she doing? Like you know, <laughs> and you go slide her in because like I was heavily into Destiny when Christmas came around because I was doing the the Sparrow Racing League. Yes. And then after I got everything I needed, I was like, fuck you, I'm done, bitch. <laughs> out, get out. Listen to Geeks, you know. <laughs> and then for February, they've been doing this whole thing where like if you recommend a friend, you get perks and and. And and we call it skins and, right. and um, shaders and stuff. Well, now if you and your pal do um, some player versus player actions together, mm-hmm. you actually get like em- um, emotes that are only like I'm going to say duo compatible. Right. Like you know, two guys f- fist bump in and specific colors, but they're all in the red and black area for for Valentine's Day, right. and they all look pretty badass. I'm just like. All by myself. <laughs> Don't want to be. Like, look at all these people just dancing around, doing the emotes the couples get. I was yeah. just, just like, this sucks. <laughs> I wish I had a friend to play with. Yeah. <laughs> you right. should let me you know. know you know what? I want to put it out there. Any of you Geeksters fans out there that listen to the show that have PlayStation, Sean R510 is my... ID. Yeah. Send me a friend request. All right. I'll say yes. I, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. I'll say yes to everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, we can play Destiny or we can do something together because no one wants to play with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I have that. Um, the Witcher 3, 
I have the expansion packs. I bought the season pass, and I know the first expansion packs back. Out. Right. I haven't, fin- haven't even finished the main game. So you're like, well, you got time to kill. Why don't you go back to that? Or, gee, Sean, don't you own, don't you own Fallout Four? You are dumb enough because I bought Fallout Four. Yeah, and then because of my connections, I was able to get the Pip Boy edition of the game. I think I talked about that on the show. Yeah, where I bought it again. You know, because I wanted that stupid thing that fits around my wrist, the Pip Boy, which doesn't fit my phone. You know, <laughs> even with that being the case. And and at least it did come with a nice, cool, you know, steel book. You know, I was kind of like, all right, at least I got the steel book and the Pip Boy, and it comes in a nice case. But I bought the game, you know, again. But I, I'm slowly getting back into that. Right. Like, uh, now I'm kind of like, well, I got some time to kill. Like, uh, when I came home from the movies, I played for a little bit because I, 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 I need. Um, in a mission where I'm dressed like a, uh, the sh- Silver Shroud, which is kind of like the Grey Ghost, yeah, from uh, from Batman the Animated Series, yeah. like the Grey Ghost or the, uh, the Shadow, and he's got like radio plays. So I'm dressed like him, doing some vigilanteism, and now I'm trying to save the the guy who talked me into doing all this. Okay, you know, because like this, I'll get you, Silver Shroud, kind of stuff. Right. So you figure, why not just play them? No, I'm I get. I must have video game ADD or something. Right. Because I'll play a game and be like, ooh, shiny, what's that? And <laughs> Or <clears throat> I also think, too, it's because I do work for the video game industry. Right, right. And you listen to that TV that has like, now coming Street Fighter Five. this now coming this, now coming that. Or walking around the store for numerous amounts of times while you're waiting for customers to come in. You start looking at things. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I pulled out Rise of the Tomb Raider and look and go, I really want to play this, completely forgetting for about 10 seconds that I don't own an Xbox One. You know, yeah. Because right now it's an Xbox One exclusive. Right. I got to wait for like the end of the year before it comes out on the PS4, which I can wait because obviously, I, I, you know, I got nothing but time. Right. You know, but so this time walking around with there's some sales going on mm. and every once in a while I walk past this game that I finally bought. Blood Bowl 2. All right, finally, the review. Yes. <laughs> I like to lead up. Sorry. I, you know. um, I've been playing Blood Bowl 2. I bought it uh, Friday. Okay. Uh, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Um, and basically what it is, it, it's by the people. It used to be a board game. And it was by the people who made Warhammer and American football. Okay. You know, where you're a, a team of humans. Like The board game is basically you have little figures and mm. you have the football and you basically have to kind of... It's all strategy-based. Right. Like, your guy has a certain amount of moves. You can only do this one time. You're only allowed one pass at one time. It's very strict, strategic. Yeah. Sean Dumb. <laughs> Sean Moron. Sean got no strategy. Yeah. Sean Hulk won't come to games like that. Give ball will run through everybody. You know? <laughs> you can't do that. Yes. So, I, I bought it, and... and now I'll be honest. I'm playing the storyline because there's a story mode where you are a new a new team of humans and you got to rise through the ranks. Uh, the first two games that my season, I've won both. But the problem is, it's it's every game take feels like it takes like an hour to play. Really? Because it is like you have one, two, I think six guys on the field, 
and you have to turn them one at a time. Ah. It's not, it doesn't play like Madden where you just go, hut, 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 and they run. You actually have to go, okay, well, I want this guy to go over here, and there's a probability of whether or not he's going to trip when he gets in this certain area. Right. And then if there's like an orc or a goblin in your way, there's a roll where you can either get knocked on your ass or you knock them on your ass or you push them back a square and you can mm. follow after them or stay. It's all very heavily strategy wise. Strategy wise. Which, I me, mean, Sean Moron. <laughs> Give Sean Gunn, let Sean shoot place up. You know, <laughs> uh, it really is. Like, I mean, and now people go, yeah, but you won your first two games every season. Yes, I did. And that second game that I won, because the first game was kind of like the, the, hey, you're an idiot, so we'll show you how to play the game. Right. So hopefully, as long as you do get one touchdown, you, you pass that level. Right. Like the next game I played was against a bunch of orcs and goblins, and I I won. I blew. I actually shut them out two to one, two nothing. Mm. Which I was like, I can't believe I did that because but it took so fucking long. It was like, we'll move this guy, and when the guy gets knocked down, you got to spend their turn getting them up. And it's like, why can't a guy just get and run? Just run, grab the ball, go. I don't know. I don't need. I don't want to count steps. Like he's wide open in the field, he should just be able to go. He shouldn't have, you know. Well, he's only allowed six squares. No, it's wide open. Let him run. <laughs> he's fucking no. I got to do my six spaces and then wait. And God forbid, hopefully that the orcs that are coming after me only have like don't have as many as steps as I do, and then you know. <laughs> And if I get knocked down, you know, the ball gets loose, and you know, knocking them down is tough. And I'm just like, yeah, his hurt Sean Brain. Sean just one shoot. I'm getting bored listening. To exactly. You. <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely, 100% agree. It is boring. Now I know right now somebody's are going, "Oh my god, I love playing that game. It's awesome." God bless you. Yeah, because I. I I just can't. I can see that as a, as like a like you said, like being the original, being a the original a was a board game. game you right? had the little characters. Well, that makes sense, you know, because it's like you know you 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 know you're what you're getting into. It's like watch, playing chess, you know, like you yes. you know you're getting into. So you you're going to enjoy it like Warhammer. You 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 know what you're going to get to. It's strategy. You got to do all this stuff. It makes sense. And to convert it into a video game, though, here's the problem. Man. Yeah, this is again why Sean's an idiot. Why I am <laughs> one because, of the, one of the reasons, yes. Because I played Blood Bowl one, you did. Yes, back on the three sixty when it was out in the three sixty, I bought it. It was like pre owned. Was like two bucks. Didn't like it then either. <laughs> I don't know why I would think <laughs> Blood Bowl two. Well, he might have made improvements. The graphics can be great. I mean, it's I, on the PS four. Exactly. I'm like, oh, PS four. Maybe, maybe they dumped it down for idiots. No. I'm like, it's been so long since Blood Bowl 1's been out. They've had, I mean, there must be a demand for this game. I don't know who those people are, Ed, because, oh, my God, it's a snorer of a game. I mean, graphically, it looks great. And if I had, you know, I mean, I'll probably play it up until, you know, Far Cry comes out for, like, the next eight days. Maybe, because I've been having more fun playing Fallout. Yeah. Because I get to shoot things, and it's action. I mean, yeah, sure, I die every once in a while, but at least I can go, fuck, that head exploded real nice. Yeah. You know? Um, but I definitely, probably when Far Cry comes out, because me being me, I, my game's paid off in full, but I have the Collector's Edition strategy guide coming out. I'll probably use Blood Bowl 2 to pay for 
the strategy guide. There you go. I might just flip it and go, yeah. But so I'm I'm going to say, if you can, pick it up pre-owned and then give it a try. But I I, I can't re- really recommend. It's a tough game. It's a tough sell for me. And I, I but I think the only reason why I bought it was like I remember playing Bumble One. I didn't like it. I li- I don't like it. But then two might be better. And it's like, that's the reason why there's four fucking Transformers movies. Because you keep hoping the next one's going to be better, and it's not. <laughs> I think that summed it up really well. Really did. <laughs> so your other game that you got free this month, which this. I, I, depending on your on your review, I might download it just to have it. I, I, I have to say, this is the better of the two games. This, okay. is, this was really good. This is a combination of uh, Diablo slash Gauntlet. Okay. Because of the, the, the scrolling, it's a top-scrolling game. And uh, Starship Troopers. So okay. it's like, if you wanted like a Starship Troopers... Star, sorry, Starship Troopers? Starship Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers quick, game. Quick, she sells she seashells by the seashore. <laughs> quick, come on. <laughs> she sells. She sells by the seashore. <laughs> All right, Peter Piper picked the peck of pe- pickle peppers. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Peter Piper picked the peck of. That's right. Here we do tongue twisters. <laughs> so anyway, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, <laughs> lion face, ah, <laughs> lemon face. Ooh. All right. Anyway, go. So. This was this was really impressive. I have to say, for for a like eight bit game, it was it was really nice to play. It was kind of like I said, it was reminiscent of a little bit of Gauntlet, a little bit of Diablo, where you basically it's. I mean, if if you if you wanted a dumbed down version of Black Ops Three, this is probably your game. You know, maybe <laughs> Black, Black Ops, Ops the original is a first person shooter, but all right. Um, but it's a shooter game. It's basically what it is. And because uh, they, they give you like a commercial and it's just like Star Trek Troopers where they show you like be a be a, you know, be a hell diver and, and right. help help eradicate, you know, the aliens and blah, blah, blah. And the, the, the you can either go you can go right into the game or you can go to training mode. And I did start training mode first because I'm like, well, you know, I don't really know how to play this game. And after playing Num Num, you know, whatever the hell it was called, Num Num something. What is it? Num Num Galaxy. Num Num Galaxy. I like, I want to learn how to play this game. It's Helldivers Masters of the Galaxy? Yes. Okay. Oh no, it's Doc Democracy Strikes Back is the uh, version okay. that they, yeah. There's there is like as you said, there is you if you you finish this one, you can buy the other versions and they're very, you know, uh, inexpensive to purchase right, to, for cause for it, download. Cuz this one's like all about you, you know, the first taste is free. Free, right. Which one's which one's called Helldivers? This is Democracy Strikes Back. So it, it, you said you go through training and it shows you how to shoot the weapon and how, how to like there's a guide you can you know like a laser guide you can actually focus your shoot your shots because you only get so much so much ammo in the game you can call for more ammo and they explain every detail and you know i said through the training and there's like eight steps of training and there are maybe 10 seconds each one so it's you're not like playing for an hour just to train you're like you're, right, you're, right, you're right. a minute boom you like now you're a hell diver now you go yeah. ahead now let's go out there and eradicate the alien, you know, invaders. Wait, should be. Yeah, you want to join? All right. Count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Yeah, right, you're a hell diver. Here's your guy to go shoot. Yes. Anything moves, kill it. Right. <laughs> All right. 
So, so like I said, so when when you go through <clears> training <throat> mode, you you know you 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 learn how to do everything. So it's like great. So you have a sidearm. You could toggle your weapons. So you could because you went there shots. Maybe you have uh, other people of hell, other hell divers that are up against you. You don't want to use your your uh, machine gun because you'll wipe. You'll eradicate everything. Oh, really? So that it's friendly fire included. Yeah, yes. Oh. So uh, they they I'm train looking, you. I'm looking at gameplay while you're talking. right. They're, you're train you're training as you're doing this. And then you go out and you battle. And there's certain things you have to do. There's there's like uplink stations you have to uh, repair. Oh, well, yeah. You've been playing a lot of Star Wars Battlefront. So you're like, I know what an uplink terminal is. Let me go find that. Yes. You know, let me go defend there. You know, and it just, it, I mean, it's simple controls. It's like X button, you know, press it a couple of times and all of a sudden the station is <clears> alive. And then, you know, now now uh, bombers can come in and start eradicating, helping you fight the, the fight. But like I said, though, you can get ammo because after a while you do run out and there's like nothing there. It's not like, oh. you know, the aliens are dropping weapons or guns like sh- typical shooters. So you're like, what do I do? You can call for ammo. Now it takes 10 seconds. So you're doing a, like a run dance, as I call it, running around ah. circles, avoiding the, the people and where the, where you select the drop zone. You really want to get away from because they all can converge onto that area and you can't get your ammo. So you, they basically are, are attacking you. So you just run kind of like far enough away, and then when the finally drops, you just run, do like a run around and right. run around and grab the ammo, and then be able to reload. Well, I'm, I'm just going to say from a gamer perspective, if you pay a little more attention to your ammo right before you run out, call for the. Oh, ammo I just drop. love split. Just <laughs> 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 that is. I mean, we, you, I never get tired of it. It is so <laughs> funny and great at the same time. You're just. And just wipe everybody out. You you do get a laser pointer. I mean, there is there is like you can you can line your shots, but why? Like <laughs> why? <laughs> I am in, like right now. I'm looking. At, I am in a tank with a laser with laser scopes. Let's just light these motherfuckers up. up. That's exactly it, and that's that's how you feel because after a while you're just you know. And then there's a, there's a reload. You do have you to- feel like Ripley and aliens? Because <laughs> <laughs> you could. It's like I said. It's like it's just like a typical shooter game where you can you have to reload every once in a while because your clip does run out. You don't have unlimited <coughs> bullets, and it's it's fun. I mean, it's it's it for a like a smaller scale version of like a, a shooter game. It's it's a lot more fun, and I think you can really advance far like in the terms of training yourself. And you know, like you said, accurately shooting and. And getting right. better at that, improving upon yourself. Like I said, it is a top scroller where the the uh, standard shooter is a third person perspective, so you right. kind of, or first person shooter, so you kind of don't get that same kind of feel, but you can feel. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it; it's it's pretty, right? The colors are nice. Colors it's- are nice, like I said, and it's 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 a time killer. It's, again, it's another one of those games that's just like this is not like oh my god, I'm playing Hell Divers for a month. Hell Divers, woo! This is you jump into a you jump into a board, you you wipe out aliens, and you know and you you're move done. on, yeah, and you move on to the next game. All right. So for free, it's not bad. But like I said, there is other expansions that you can you know if you feel like oh I got to the end of it, this is great. You know, I want to move on. Now, I haven't gotten to the end of this one. Like I said, I only played a few hours of each game just to get a taste <coughs> of what the game was like. But like I said, this was a lot of fun. Like, I, I did enjoy well, it. What I like about the PlayStation Plus, and, and don't get me wrong, Xbox Live also does this. Mm-hmm. When you download a game, even if you delete it, it knows that you purchased it at one point. So it's still in, like, technically your queue or your... Your, your library. Yeah, your library. So even, like, I did that with Injustice, Gods Among Us. When it was free to play, because um, I traded in months ago, mm. you, I uploaded it onto my hard drive and then deleted it again. So if I ever decide to play it, I just hit, you know, reinstall. 
so that I'll just take up, you know, I can just play as much as I want. Yeah. And just save the save file and just delete the data file. Right. So, I mean, like, with those games like Num Num Galaxy, you probably could go home tonight, delete it, and, like, five years from now, you go, I want to play some Num Num Galaxy. And you can just hit <laughs> upload. I can guarantee <laughs> you that will never happen. Five years from now, ten years from now, like, <laughs> decade, or two decades from now, that is never going to happen. Don't say that. You could be, like, 90 years old drooling, you're like, I've video games, and you're you know, great great nephew will go. Okay, Grandpa, here's Num Num Galaxy. Num Num Galaxy. Oh, Grandpa! Oh, Uncle Ed's drooling again. That's how excited he is. We'll go wipe him up. Oh, look, he peed himself. Num 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 Num. Is he hungry? Because he keeps saying Num Num. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um. There you have it, folks. Yeah. Um, there's you got anything else to add there, right? No, that is it. All right. I say we take a break, come back, and get some nerd news in. Sounds awesome. All right. We'll be right back, folks. And we're back, folks. Yep. How y'all doing? Did you enjoy that show? I hope you did. Now let's make some happy trees. <laughs> Sorry. I came in. I'm like, <laughs> happy trees. Just relax. Oh, there was some reason when I came in. I'm like, I'm rubbing my eyes because I'm trying to. I'm a little sleepy. I'm rubbing my eyes because I got a cold. If you haven't already noticed, I'm just like, oh, it's so relaxing. Oh yes, just, just close your eyes and nod off in the geek town with your hosts Ed and Sean. <laughs> Take you through a tour of Geekzilla. Over here we have Blu-ray releases. Over here we have the video arcade game. <laughs> yeah, the arc. The, the, the Geeksters Arcade. Over here is the Geeksters Movie Theater. I'll be your, I'll be your tour guide, Sean. Ed will be your driver for the evening. And if you look on the right, over here, you'll see where we give you nerd news. <laughs> beep, beep. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and over here, this is box office releases, where you can have a photo in the number one spot. <laughs> It's just you and the number one. We take your photo and look. You're the biggest box office draw this week. Wouldn't that be nice? Come down to the commissary where you get to eat with Ed and Sean on a daily basis. Uh, Geeksters, the theme park. Geeksters, the theme park. May the geek be with you. Adorable. Adorable. <laughs> Geeksters the t-shirt Geeksters the video game Geeksters the plushie He's adorable <laughs> It's me in like a plushie suit just like, It's like my head in like a, Just like in a big rabbit suit Like from A Christmas Story The pink rabbit The pink like, nightmare the, the pink nightmare I'm in the pink dress it's just you buy me off the rack. It's Geeksters, the stuffed animal. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you pull the string and it says, I am Antonio Medeiros <laughs> from Puss in Boots. It's a bunny rabbit. Just go with it. It's kind of like how you have to listen to the show. You just go with it. But it's a rabbit. It says Antonio Medeiros from Puss in Boots. It says, I, Antonio Medeiros from Puss in Boots. I should be like pull the string out and be all a bunch of them. Like, you know, he always moves alone. 
Ah, get to the carrot. <laughs> well, at least that had the carrot in it. Hey, but what's the news? Rut row. Now he's not even trying. Now he's just making noises. <laughs> Geekster is the stuffed animal. Adorable. <laughs> there, there's your fucking bonus material. <laughs> did my contractual obligation. At least five minutes of bonus material. There it was. Geeksters, the tour guy. <laughs> Over here's some shit. Over here's some crap. Enjoy. <laughs> Don't forget to visit the, the recall the gift shop on your way out. <laughs> you can't leave until you buy something. <laughs> That's right. There's a mini receive RFID chip in those things. And the only way you can unlock the door is if you pass the thing in front of it. That's okay. I would. We were going to. We were, I was trying to talk Ed into getting the you know Geeksters Fitbit things, but Ed was like, "None of you fat fucks exercise." So what's the point of? No, never sell. <laughs> we're losing money. We're losing money on Geeksters Fitbits. We're going. We're going to do. See how long? See how many strokes they take before they jack off. <laughs> One, a two, two a three. three. <laughs> 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 Oh, how's my son? Don't touch me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you have it, folks. I mean, that's uh, about part two. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to catch the shenanigans live, you can so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet. Just search for Geeksers on those apps. <laughs> And if uh, you like the show, go get to Facebook, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. We'd really do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have seen or heard on our Facebook page or on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you in part three, folks. Really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm scared. Get him away. Hey, boo.